0: hi guys and welcome back to midday Match with livy clearly i am fucking livy hello 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 i hope everybody is doing fantastic i hope all of you are doing well Let's be straight up and honest from the start right now. I am sick as fuck right now. Okay, I wouldn't go as far to be like, I'm sick as fuck, but like, I do not feel well. I have a stomach bug. I don't know, something's wrong with my stomach and all I can do is sleep and just have a painful stomach ache right now. And then on top of it, I got my fucking period. So I'm a little bit under the weather right now. That's why you're not going to see any visual of midday matcha. I am don't even have any energy to get ready or do anything like that. And I just don't have it in me to film a visual right now. So we're going to do audio only. And last week, if you're wondering why the visual didn't go up either, it was because My camera stopped recording, apparently, halfway through the episode, so I didn't want to post half an episode for you guys, so instead, I just decided not to post on YouTube that week, so this is going to be the second week I won't be posting on YouTube, the Midday Matcha episode. I'm sorry about that, but I do have a vlog coming up on YouTube, actually. It is loading, right? Oh my God, it's like up. Holy fuck. Oh my God, that's amazing. Sorry, I just like checked the YouTube tab, and it's up. Anyways, let's get into my week intro, okay? So yes, I'm a little bit sick. I'm very nauseous. Just not feeling well, okay? A little sick, but I was like, you know what? I have to get an episode out for you guys. Like I just need to and I wanted to. So I was like, let's fucking do this because I have so much to like catch you up on. This week intro might be like a little bit long. So, Last Tuesday was a life-changing day for me, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you why, okay? I went to happy hour with one of my friends and she was telling me about this guy that she's talking to and how amazing he is. And like, he is doing things for her where it's like, okay, this is goals. This is like every single thing that I want in a relationship. And he's just like, they're traveling, nice dinners, all those things. Like, every single thing I want. And I'm like, oh my God, my standards have been raised even higher, you know, because once you see like your close friends start dating people who are just really successful and they're caring and they're loving, like your standards go up so fucking high. They really do. Okay. So then went to happy hour and remember when I told you guys like I wasn't drinking anymore. Okay. So now I'm drinking again because, not like it's like I'm drinking again, but I was like, you know what? I need to have a little bit more fun, loosen up a little bit more. If I want a fucking margarita, I'm going to drink a goddamn margarita. So that's exactly what I did. I had a couple margaritas at, I had, yeah, I had two margaritas at happy hour. And then I came, I was feeling good. I was feeling pretty tipsy. I was like, I was feeling drunk. Okay. I was feeling a little drunk. And then my other friend called me and she was at Maple and Ash and she was like, come to Maple and Ash. Like, she was there with a bunch of her friends and her mans and she was like come like let's have fun if you guys don't know what maple and ash is it's probably one of chicago's nicest restaurants i love maple and ash so i was like okay i'll go to maple and ash like this is fun as soon as i get there i'm greeted with like tequila shots and i'm like oh my god this is it's a fucking tuesday night but i mean let's go crazy i guess okay so then i spend the whole night drinking even more it was like their version of a margarita it was really good i really liked the drink actually had a couple of those. And and then the tequila shots just kept coming. Her mans kept ordering tequila shots, tequila shots, tequila shots. And I was like, I am not going to make it home alive. Like I don't I don't drink to begin with. And I am downing tequila shots like no fucking other. Like this is a little bit much. Um, and there was, it was really fun. Maple Nash was so much fun. The bill comes and her man picks up the entire bill. There was like seven of us there. And I was like, there's no fucking way. Like this is elite. Like, wow. So in Tuesday's night, I've realized that I need to heighten my standards so much. If my man is not picking up the bill at dinner for my friends and I, I don't want him. You know what I mean? But I also grew up that way. I also grew up where like my parents would always like pick up the bill for everybody and... just like very generous with their money. And my mom has always explained to me, she's like, it's not about how rich you are. Like that doesn't matter. It's about making experiences and like spending that money. I mean, it's cool to have all this money, but it's even better to be able to pick up the tab and experience really nice and fun times with people and ha- like be able to create, create those memories. Like that is what I want from somebody. And i realized it's like, cause that's how I've grown up. And then to see it in front of my face, I'm like, yeah, this shit feels familiar. This is exactly what I want. Yeah, standards high as fuck currently. I mean, as they should be, like I'm seeing two of my close friends friends get treated like fucking princesses and queens and trust me they deserve this more than anything and they're getting treated so well and I'm so happy for them and these guys money or not money they're treating them so fucking well but like it's like, yeah, this is gonna hire my standards. Two of my closest friends have like amazing men in their life. Like, I can't just show up with like fucking Jimmy from Applebee's who doesn't give a fuck about me. Like, no, I have high ass standards because of who I surround myself with. So, yeah, I got high ass fucking standards and they're even higher after Tuesday night. I was like, Jesus Christ. I woke up. Wednesday morning, I I was still drunk. And then I went out again Saturday, woke up Sunday morning, even still drunk a little bit. I don't know what is happening, why I'm waking up a little bit drunk every time. It's because I'm taking so many shots. So when I got to um, Saturday, let's go to Saturday, I went to dinner with my girl and then we went to really good sushi. Roka Core highly recommend it. And then we went out. And once we got there, as soon as we sat down, there because we were at a table there were other tables buying us shots and I was like okay I already had like two drinks at dinner and now I'm getting shots just given to me and our people haven't even came yet so I'm like holy shit so I probably took like seven shots on Saturday night and woke up Sunday morning feeling still a little bit drunk, like texting people that I didn't really even need to be texting, being like, what's up? And I was like, yo, why are why are you doing this? And then I was like, I think I'm still a little bit drunk. So I was like, that's lovely, just waking up drunk on a Sunday morning, but it is what it is. So yeah, I drink now, maybe too much, and I'm trying to slow it down a little, which I'm going to slow it down a little. It's like not concerning the amount I'm drinking. It's just like I... I'm, I'm so extreme. I'm either drinking everything or I'm drinking nothing. Like there really is no fucking in between with me. Next thing on my... Wink intro is I had a little glow up. I mean, I'm already fucking perfect, so I just put a little bit more effort into my looks, apparently. No, I just got my nails and my hair done, so I vlogged the entire thing though, and that's up on my YouTube channel right now. Go glow up with me. So, yeah, I wanted to film that whole process because I was like, once my hair gets to a certain point where the roots are grown out and shit, like, I don't feel like the same bitch. I'm like, I need to get my hair done. I'm tired of putting it in a bun, and like, especially with my nails when they're grown out too much, I'm like, fuck this. like need to get my nails done. And then I need to put a little self tan on and I feel like a brand new fucking bitch. So if you guys ever are feeling down, put some self tan on. If that's your vibe, get your hair done, get your nails done, put on some fucking makeup, take some hot ass photos of yourself and remind yourself you're that fucking bitch. Like I love to do that. So I dyed my hair pink. Okay. I didn't know I was going to dye my hair pink. I went back to my old hairstylist who I haven't seen in like four years, missed her dearly. And she was like, I was like, I guess we could just keep doing blonde. And she was like, okay, I have some ideas. Let's look at these ideas. And so I dyed the front of my bangs pink and it's so cute. It's such a vibe. I love it. And I'm just excited she's back. So we can like kill these hair looks even more and like go even more bold. Like this is just a stepping stone for me being a bold ass bitch. Okay. So yes, I dyed my hair a little bit pink. This next story is fucking hilarious to me. So My sister was over Saturday night before I went out and she was like talking to me about hinge and how gross the men are on her hinge. And she's like, come on, Livy, like, look at this. And she's scrolling through the guys that have liked her. And she's like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And then she stops and guess who fucking liked her? I'm like, hold on, hold on, sis, hold on. Do you guys remember Big Daddy from the... Don't use Hinge when you're looking for a good time episode. If not, go listen to that episode of when I talk about my experience with Big Daddy in Miami for New Year's. Big Daddy liked my sister on Hinge. Here's the thing you're like, oh, he probably didn't know. There's a photo of my sister and I on her Hinge. And then, to make matters even funnier... I post selfies of my sister on my Instagram story often because I think she's beautiful. I think she doesn't post enough. And so I, she, my sister's literally always on my Instagram. She's always on my TikTok. My sister's like posted all over. Everybody knows what my sister looks like. So this motherfucker clearly knows what my sister looks like. Like he clearly knows that's my fucking sister as well as she doesn't have a normal person name. Her name's Lara. Like so he knows who she is. You know what I mean? This motherfucker had the nerve to like my sister on Hinge. And then I go, "Okay, sis, be like I'm Livy's sister." And like, my sister's a G, she was like, "Should I be like I'm Livy's sister, you fuckface?" And I was like, I was like, "Let's just like stick it to like I'm Livy's sister and see what he says." Like, I'm just curious to see what he says. And she says that and he replies and he goes, "Oh, that's nice." Oh, that's motherfucker. Excuse me. Oh, that's nice? Like, "Don't what?" And then follows it up with So why didn't you come to Miami for last New Year's? Like changing the subject. Like, okay, cool. You're Libby's sister. Let's fucking change the subject. The nerve that these men have. Like the nerve. First of all, low-key weird as fuck. Like it's like, okay, you know I'm her sister. You couldn't get with me. I wouldn't fuck you. So you're trying to fuck my sister instead? Like what's the vibes there? That's a little fucking weird, you know? Maybe I'm being just a little immature about this whole situation. But like it's just so beyond bizarre to me because it was like – is this man really going to act like he wasn't trying to have sex with me two weeks ago? Like, are we, are we really going to act like you were not trying to fully fuck me? And when I said no, you decided just like, okay, her sister will do. Well, I'll get with her sister. Yeah, it's Livy's sister, but like, so what? Who cares? The dirtiness, it's so creepy to me. And I was talking to my one friend who knows him and I'm like, do I say something? And I'm like, no, there's nothing to be fucking said. Like I made it clear that I don't, want anything to do with him and it's so it's like even more fucking weird that you're talking to my sister. I just or like trying to talk to my sister. I'm like, okay, this is just this is just not it. This is just weird. And this is just like a confirmation that I made the right choice by not wanting to get to know this motherfucker more. Like, come on, what a weird moment. All right. Anyways, I came to the realization that I want to start dating more. But like I I know I say that. I know I say that a lot, okay? I don't want a boyfriend. I want several boyfriends. Do you know what I mean? I wanna get myself out there more. I wanna like go on dates. I wanna do the damn thing. I it's not like I'm I'm not really looking for a relationship. I'm just looking for a good fucking time and meeting people who are just taking me on nice dates and like forming connections with people like that. And like I'm so quick to be like oh my god I love this person and so I'm like trying to like hold myself back from that and just go on several dates I told my one friend I was like dude you have to hold me accountable I have to go at least one date a week and like that's a lot for me because like I don't like to go on dates and meet new people I just like don't love to do it but I have some people in my mind right now that I'm like okay I'll give you a chance like we'll go get dinner or something like why not summer's coming up I think it's so fun to have a little hot girl summer with all my hoes and I recommend like if you're single get out there date you know like have a hot girl summer with all your hoes and I'm gonna do this like I'm not even kidding you I'm going to psychoanalyze the fuck out of this like I'm going to make lists of every single thing I do and don't like from the guys that I go on dates with I just it just came to me now and then I'm gonna really evaluate what I want in a person from what the do's and I don't like from the guys that I've been dating. I kind of think that's a really good idea. I'll get back to you on that experiment. Okay, I told you my week intro was going to be a little long, and I wasn't lying, and this was my week intro. I am had a fun fucking week. So this week's episode, I asked you guys on my Instagram to ask me questions that you have or advice that you want. We have a lot of advice that I will be giving. You are going to be getting my fucking advice this week. So let's get into it the number one question I had was motivation tips on bad mental health days. And I was like, holy shit, this is a hard one for me because I like to push myself to an unhealthy degree when I'm feeling sad or like having a bad mental health day. I'm like, no, get up. You have work. Like, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this, this, that. And it that's not healthy. So I like highly don't recommend that. And now, I have now like taken steps back and not done that as much. So I'm going to give you my tips on what I do when I'm having a bad mental health day. So recently when I have a bad one, I have just been letting myself have those days. It's like, okay you know what? Today, it's it's not happening today. I'm going to let myself have one of those days. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get my favorite things. I'm going to listen to myself. Like, what do I need today? And if my body's like, you need sushi, bitch. Like, that's what's going to make you happy. Then I need sushi, bitch. Like, if they're like, you need to go get a massage. You need to go work out. You need to go do something. I listen to my mind and my body, and my intuition, whatever. Whatever I need that day, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to push myself. Just whatever my body and my mind needs that day, I'm going to let it happen. Like, if it needs to cry all day. I'm going to cry all fucking day. I so it's like let yourself have those days. I call them me days. Like I'm just having a me day. A me day is where you just like do everything for yourself and like you're not bothered by anybody else. You're like I'm just having a me day. I want to do my own thing. Like I cancel all plans. I'm like, it's just a me day. After my cousin passed in July, two years ago, almost two years ago, um, my cousin and I were big on those. We'd be like, we're just having me days. Like don't, I'm just having a me day today. Like I'm not going to work. I'm just having a me day. So have a me day and just do everything that your body and your soul needs you to do to feel a little bit better. As well as on bad mental health days, workout. And I'm not like, go get fucking fit, bitch. No, like, that's not it. Working out releases endorphins. And so, like, a lot of times when we're in our head and stuff, like, Before my workout class, a lot of the times I'm in my head, I'm a little bit sad, and then I go and do my workout class, and I feel 20 times better. So I recommend like going on a walk. Like if you have a favorite workout class, go to your workout class. If you don't feel like you can do it, then don't push yourself and don't do it. But I always know like a good workout makes me feel a little bit better, and so I always recommend like go work out. It releases some endorphins. Go on a fucking walk. Go on like a six mile walk. Listen to your favorite podcast aka midday matcha um or like songs that you want to listen to and just like go on a walk and like be with you you know go alone be on a little walk write down what you're feeling so you can kind of like get to the bottom of what's going on and why you're having these kinds of days like so like write that shit down and be like all right what is making me feel this way like I that's when I feel the best is like when I write that down like I'll meditate and I'll write down and I'm like so why am I so upset and then I'm like, oh, okay, this is why. And now I can directly heal that specific thing that has been making me so upset. So I highly recommend that. Like I said, do some of your favorite things, have that me day, relax, like relax. It's okay to have a mental health day. You have to remind yourself that like it's okay for me to take a break and not fucking do anything. Like this is okay. And then I also recommend meditation. Meditation always makes me feel better. So I highly recommend meditating and just having a you day and be like, okay, this is my little me day. Those are my tips on bad mental health days. I've dealt with a lot of mental health problems and I feel like ignoring them is where it gets really bad for me. So I highly recommend just don't ignore, them. don't ignore those feelings and just really act on them and be like, okay, what is it that I can do to make myself feel better? So the next advice questions I have, I have a little story one of you guys submitted and I have really mixed feelings on this story. I had about 15 boyfriends so far, and I literally cheated on every single one. The one I loved the most. I can't help it. It was never emotional cheating, though, physical only. Um. So as somebody who's been cheated, for, I have so many fucking questions about this. I have genuinely so many questions as someone I've been cheated on and I've never cheated. First of all, why do you have 15 boyfriends? That's a lot. Like you need to take a step back, honey, and be like, there's a why do I keep why do I need a boyfriend at all times? You really need to evaluate that because 15 boyfriends and I don't know how old you are, but like that's a that's a lot of boyfriends. Am I wrong on that? No, I feel like 15 is a big fucking number and I'm not judging you like do your thing. But if you see yourself having a relationship after relationship, like and you're cheating on for, sorry you're cheating on all these motherfuckers like okay you should not be in a relationship i think that's the biggest thing you clearly don't want to be in a relationship if you're cheating so stop getting in fucking relationships that makes absolutely no sense to me cuz you're not you're causing people hurt and damage like you don't need to be in a relationship you're clearly not emotionally mature or mentally mature enough to be in a relationship because if you are taking these seriously, you're not going to cheat on people. And I, like, even if you love them, you said you cheated on the guy you loved the most. Don't fucking, you wouldn't have cheated on him if you really loved him. So my advice to you is, bitch, stop cheating and stop getting in relationships. Like, you're hurting way more people. You clearly have your own issues. And I think you need to deal with those a little bit, which is fine. Like, if you have to cheat on people, you, there's something wrong mentally there and you need to, Figure that out and figure out what that is and why you're cheating on these guys. And like it is you're saying it is physical only, which I mean, I don't know if that's better, but it just seems like like it's not better. You're still cheating. It seems like you there's something deeper going on there with you. So you need to really take time to yourself. If I was you, I would not speak to boys for like a fucking year, I would get in therapy and I would just focus 100% on myself and realize why I'm doing that because it seems like you're just going down a really self-destructive pattern and you're just going to keep hurting yourself and a lot of other people who don't deserve to be hurt so really take a break from dating and get yourself into some therapy or if you don't want to do therapy or it's not available to you journal figure out why you're cheating Um, I have my ideas as to why you're cheating but I don't think it's my place to tell you but like yeah get in therapy and like stop dating these people because you're hurting them and just take time to be alone I think you really need that so another cool little question slash advice is you guys want to know is getting over the guy that you only slept with. Like you guys had a thing and talked, you slept, but you never dated. So, oh God, this is like a, a rough one for me because like they're all fucking rough ones for me. Apparently I've said that every time. So this is my biggest thing is, Kill the idea of what you could have been. So if you guys only slept together, a lot of times you're probably just romanticizing what that full relationship could have been like. There's a release. Really, there's a reason that relationship didn't happen or isn't happening. So you need to kill the idea of that. Take it as what it was. It was just sex. You had a good time. Leave it at that and leave that motherfucker alone. If he wanted to be with you, he would make the effort to be with you. So that's my advice in getting over someone you just slept with is like, okay, His actions have showed me enough. He clearly doesn't want to be with me. And yeah, we slept together. But you know what? I'm going to move on, live my life, go on dates like I'm doing, go on several fucking dates, meet new people, but kill the idea of what you guys could have been in your head because I'm sure you've romanticized a whole fairy tale of what dating him would have been like. So fucking kill that idea in your head. Take it as what he is. He was just a nice piece of ass for you to get fucked. And that's about it. And keep it moving. Jesus Christ, that was intense. But yeah. This one was a good one. Making new friends. Oh my god, I have so many good tips on this because I have been making new friends recently and I'm really happy about it. The way I normally meet new friends is Instagram. So I have a lot of people, a lot of girls specifically on my Instagram that will DM me and be like, let's get dinner. Or like, you know how you have like your Instagram friends? And if you don't, I'm going to tell you what that is. My Instagram friends are like the girls. We comment on each other's photos. We swipe up on each other's stories, like hyping each other up all the time. We've never met, but like, you just feel a vibe. You're like, we're friends, whatever. And a lot of times it's like those people, I'll be like, let's go get dinner. Let's go do something like that. Let's do all these things. And then that's really fun is like to make friends through Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Like if you see someone who's living a lifestyle similar to yours or you see someone who's fun in general, you're like, I fuck with her vibe. Like be like, let's go get drinks sometime or let's go get uh, dinner sometime. Let's just go have fun. You know, like I think it's so normal in the day and age that we live in. People do that to me all the time. And I love to meet people through Instagram and stuff, especially because I'm like, I feel like I've known them since I met them through Instagram, as well as I discovered earlier in the year, Bumble BFF, which is like Bumble, but for friends. And I think it's so cool. And I think it's so awesome that there's an app for you to meet friends in there. Cause like if you move to a new city or something like that, you don't know, but get Bumble BFF, like That is an amazing app to use to meet people. And I think don't be shy. Like really put yourself out there. If like you want to make friends, make friends on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media platform you use, like make friends on there, okay? We live in a really big social media day and age. It's not weird to like reach out to someone and be like, I love your vibe. Like let's get drinks or dinner. Like let's hang out. You seem so much fun. Seriously. Getting your friends out of toxic situations. So this one is... Something I've dealt with a lot and I've taken a lot of L's in this category where I've like really pushed people too far sometimes and like I can recognize that. But this is what I've learned from this is you just have to let them learn and let them go through it themselves. Like they have to go through that toxic situation themselves and get themselves out of it because nobody's going to be able to get them out of it unless they really want to get out of it. So you just have to be supportive so they know they have someone to talk to. So say if they're in a toxic relationship and every time they come to you to talk about their toxic boyfriend, like, you know, it's going to be toxic as shit, but like you have to... Be able just to be like, okay, and support them and then give feed them little ideas like, well, maybe, you know, don't be like break up with him. He's such a fucking loser. You're so weak. Like, don't do that. That's horrible. Just be like, you know what, maybe take some time apart or like distance yourself or if you guys live together, like maybe look into living alone and just try and give them little tips of leaving the relationship. Do not attack them like they definitely need someone to be supportive because they probably feel like they can't talk to anybody about it because I've been there where you feel like you can't talk to anybody and anybody you talk to is just like fucking leave you're so fucking weak but it took that one person for me to be like hey what do you need right now like you're clearly going through it what can I do to help you and just be supportive like it's going to take time for that person to get out of that relationship but just be supportive um I've done that with my friends that are going through it and it's just supportive. And then when it comes time where they are like, I do want to break up with this person. You have to just like really pep talk them with through the breakup. Be there for them every step of the way through that breakup. Like text them every day. Like how are you doing? What's happening? If but if that's like too much for them, like don't text them every day. How are you doing? But just be like, I'm just make it known that you're there for them. You don't judge them, and you want the best for them because like you do. But being like you're stupid fucking bitch, like your choices are so gross. Like, no, that's not gonna help anybody. And I'm sure I've probably done that in the past to people. I'm because people had done that to me, so I was like, oh, like this is normal. No, it's like I get it. You're doing this because you still feel this kind of way. It's hard to get out of relationships. It's hard to get out of toxic situations. Just be there for them every step of the way. And also, like, I love to. They're in. They're probably really insecure. Like to and that's basically it so it's like if they're feeling they're in a toxic relationship they're probably too insecure to get out of this toxic relationship so I like to build up their confidence tell them how beautiful they are tell them like not just like just like randomly I'll just be like you're so pretty like you're so beautiful like you deserve the world all those things and make them feel loved and secure cuz they're like, "Oh, if she can call me beautiful and like see all these amazing things in me. I should be able to see them myself." So really try and build up their confidence and just always be there for them and like when the breakups happening, you know, go out, show them a fun time and be there for them. Like you really have to be that crutch for them to lean on in those times and just like be supportive through it like it's hard and you want them to get out of it and they eventually will just have them spend more time with you so they see how toxic of a situation they're in because at the end of the day the more time and space they spend away from that relationship is how they'll realize it is toxic because once you're in it every day it doesn't feel toxic but once you like take a couple days and you're not with that person anymore you're like this is pretty toxic so yeah just be supportive like everybody goes through these things So just be supportive, build up their self-confidence and don't try and force them out of something because then they're not going to really talk to you about it anymore and they're going to feel even more trapped. So the next thing of advice on is like just being friends with guys. I 100% think that's possible. But for me, they always try and fuck me. Like I don't me, I'm like, did you, they always try and fuck me. No, but like at the end of the day, they, I think every guy friend, that I've had has somehow made some sexual hints at me, but that's because they're horny fucking guys and they're stupid. Like, but it is what it is. And as soon as you're like, no, I would literally never sleep with you. Like I'd rather fucking die. Then they'll probably not try and sleep with you again. You're like, I mean, like nobody's going to try and sleep with you again. If you're like, no, I would absolutely rather fucking die than sleep with you. They're like, okay, yeah, noted. Like I'm not going to try and hit on her anymore because she'd rather apparently fucking die than sleep with me. But it's true. So that's how I get out of that. If they're always making sexual innuendos at me and like trying to like have sex with me and making it sexual, I'm like, don't fucking do that. Like we're just friends. I'd honest to God rather die than sleep with you. So don't make it weird. Cause then we just simply will not be friends. So I think it is possible for being friends with just guys. And my best guy friendships are the ones that the guys are like a hundred and thousand percent, not my type, like the exact opposite of what I would want. And someone like looks wise, a hundred percent. Emotionally connection, like it's amazing and it's there, but you're like, I just can never get there because sexually I'm so unattracted to that person. And as weird as that sounds to be like, Cause like, I know that I can fall for people so easily. So it's like, if I have a guy friend and he's exactly what I like, I'm going to fall for him, you know? So I like to, my guy friends that I've had the best relationships with are just like 125% not my type. And I'm literally like, we both know like, oh my God, like I would never be with you. And they're like, no, I would never be with you either. Like those are the best guy friendships for me. So like, yes, guy friends are possible and they're actually sometimes a lot better than girlfriends. I'll tell you that. My biggest advice, though, is don't make anybody you've slept with a guy friend. I mean, if you do, like, props to you. with like, the last guy tried to make a guy friend after we slept together. He sexually assaulted me. So, like, that's just my own personal opinion. Like, that's my own little thing. So then this is the question I get a lot How do you know if he likes you? I always say you won't be asking me this fucking question if you know if he likes you. Like, you just simply will not be asking me this question. But I will let you know how to know if someone likes you. His effort will be known like you will know if he likes you because his effort will be shown okay he will be texting you all day facetiming you all day always making plans to see you if he's not a big texter or facetimer like he'll be making plans to see you but i would say like you you guys should probably be facetiming like at least once a day if he likes you he'll be calling you a lot like he will always be calling you he will always be like what are you doing saturday i want to see you i'm gonna make dinner reservations want to do that he'll be making efforts to see you you know what I mean and then always ask how you're doing and want to know more but like don't it's not just that you know what I mean I'm like if he's asking how you're doing but not doing anything else like that doesn't fucking matter but there also will be no games like I feel like if you know if he likes you there's not going to be any games there's not going to be like oh he's waiting two hours to text me back like that's not it you know like if he's busy he's busy but he's not going to wait to text you back and play like these fucking little games like if he likes you he's going to show you that he likes you And I just feel like there's no games when they actually like you and you can kind of see it. They're always texting you, FaceTiming you. They don't care who texts or calls first. They want to speak to you and no matter what, they're going to do whatever it takes to speak to you, to see you. That's how you know someone likes you, okay? If you're waiting on a text message or they're not making any plans and you're making all the plans, they probably don't fucking like you that much and that's okay. Someone else will really like you. So let that motherfucker go. All right, that is it for this week's episode. My midday matcha memo is take a break if you need to take a break. Like mentally take a break because like right now I know I'm just so fucking drained. Not even just sick wise, like mentally and stuff. I'm very drained and I honestly don't really fucking know why, but like I'm just exhausted all the time. I think it's because I'm sick right now that I'm just so fucking exhausted. But yeah, not feeling my best, but I hope this episode is everything you wanted and more. I love every single one of you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. You're a bad bitch. Never forget that. If you want more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at SheIsLivvy, TikTok at SheIsLivvy, as well as my YouTube channel is It's Livy Bitch. I just uploaded a vlog there, so go check that out. I love every single one of you. Rate the podcast five fucking stars. like Don't be rude. I love you. Goodbye.